Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. All right, guys, welcome into our first few games of the Magic Round. We start with the Knights and the Tigers, and God, there's some interesting things happened last night across those two games. Thankfully, my boy Dewey moves to the centers and has a really good game, gets a couple of tries. Obviously, the Tigers played well, he gets some goal kicks. Um, and just and just shows his class. I also heard Madge after the game in the in the press conference talking about sort of his reasons for moving there, moving him there, and they wanted to unlock his running game a little bit more. Not sure if I think he was doing that already at six, and that's kind of what a running six is meant to do. But I don't know. It's just my opinion. He knows more than I do, that's for sure. Um, yeah, so that that was that was Dewey there, and 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 Frizz was actually really low scoring for the majority of the game, and then exploded near the end and got a bunch of tackle breaks and and a try there to get 81 so great stuff from those guys Braley with an easy try there uh at the end basically went over untouched uh, a meter from the line so good defense tigers but um 64 and i, I had to captain him in, i captained him in the alternates team and and so that did all right and he got a little a little early mark there so there you go um not nothing to worry about with Braley there with 64 obviously and you know if he didn't have the try it'd be a lower game but you know, we can expect a 50 score from some of these guys sometimes. Um, Luke Brooks picked up a lot of points early and obviously had to run the team. He had 183 metres, hit a, a nice line break there and, and a try assist and try. So good stuff for Brooks. If you've held him over the last bunch of weeks, you've, you've been rewarded with a few good scores uh, leading up to this round 13. I think you're definitely going to be holding him from here on uh, for that for that sole reason. Um, but yeah, a couple of good scores for you. Kurt Mann, whoever I had told to brought in to bring in, sorry. Um, picks up 57 without doing too much, really. You know, 92 metres, 280 kick metres, 20 tackles, no misses. Did have three errors, but, you know, a line break and four tackle breaks to get his 57. So not doing a hell of a lot to get a good score there. And, <clears throat> and you've got him at a, a nice discount, picking up those types of scores. So um, look forward to look forward to that over the next sort of, you know, six to eight weeks before you might have to move him on, um, you know, eventually when a piece comes back or something like that. <clears throat> Tom out with the try with 47. Well done to him. Uh, Watson with 47, they got 53 minutes, so the worries about the minutes aren't there, I suppose, can we say that? 
Um, him and Barnett had 90 minutes between them. No, sorry, 100 minutes between them. So last week they were eight, about 80, you're just you know, pretty much 80 between them, and this time 100. So them splitting the minutes doesn't really make sense this week. So you know, 53 minutes for Watson, you just keep holding him. I hope a lot of people didn't trade him out because you know, a 47, you, you take that over. You know, a few of the guys I'm going to talk about in a second that, that killed me trading in. Um, cross them with 47, he's going to do well over the next few weeks again at that cheaper price, make you some cash, but he doesn't, he won't play with 13, which is a bit of a pain. Uh, Little with 45 in 67 minutes, so awesome if you're still holding him for that reason. Um, Clem with 50 minutes again, but 43 and just no real attacking stats again and, and not hitting 200 meters like he did last time, which is a pain. And also if you got Twile there with 48 minutes, he's just not getting used like we hoped he would, which is not good at all. And yeah, do you just keep holding him until 13? It's probably... It's probably the safest with we've got so many players out when Simkin, you know, Stefano, perhaps been out, you got Fafida out if you're holding them. There's just so many guys you're holding at the moment, it's just it's not worth trading out twelve, I don't think. Like you just you take you cop the loss in price and and you know, just copies forty odd points. You, you know, it's it's a better score than than what an Alvaro and these types of guys are gonna throw up here, or a Tyson Gamble, should I say it? <laughs> um, so yeah. I'd be holding him at this stage. Barnett with thirty nine in forty seven minutes, God he's turned from a a very, very, very good keeper to just not good enough, unfortunately. Um, 39 in that 47 is what you'd expect. He didn't even, didn't even get to kick goals in the end. Um, yeah, so Barnett is a very big worry. Again, you're holding him until at least 13, 14, and then if he keeps this this role, then I think you've got to move him on, unfortunately. But we'll, you, you can obviously wait and see over the next few weeks because things change very quickly. Tommy Talao, here he is with the, with the decent scores at the 260 price tag. We called it. Well, I called it. Um, that he might be a pickup, but we don't want him to. We don't want him to get him now. We want him in uh, in thirteen. <laughs> um, Saifidi with a low score. Leilua gets subbed off. Of course, he gets subbed off when I trade him in. My only real annoying one of the night, and to be honest, at thirty seven, it's not the worst thing in the world, but it is his worst score of the year. So, um, and first time he didn't get eighty minutes, it gets subbed off for I think Ghana when he come back on. So, Bloor. Bloor coming on and, you know, taking off an edge and then an edge coming back on. It's a bit of a worry. Hopefully it's just a, a one-week thing when they're actually winning and he hasn't, you know, he hasn't had any time off this year in terms of playing 80 minutes every game and hasn't missed a game. So hopefully that's what it is. But, yeah, he wasn't scoring that great all game with with there being so many points scored. Like when you're sitting there with, you know, 30, what was it, 20, 24 to 6 or 24 to 4 so early in the game and he's sitting on like, you know, eight points with a few runs and offload and uh, an error or something like that. Uh, it's very hard for you to accumulate those base stats when it's just points after points after a stoppage, stoppage, you know? So nothing to, to really worry about apart from the minutes, but you'd hope that that goes back to 80 and he's just getting a bit of a rest this week. Garner played 70 as well. So, you know, with them winning, maybe they, maybe they keep that. Who knows? Um, Fitzgibbon with 35. So again, not on our radar at the moment. Keep him losing some cash and work out how he's going to go closer to round 13. Bradman Best with 32, so a bit of a better game, but again, you're going to be losing some cash. He'll be under 500k very soon. And right for the picking, Dane Laurie with 30. Did get a try save and a try assist, and still had a low game, only 81 run meters. So you would hope that in a, in a winning side, he'd be scoring tries and setting a few up, but wasn't to be. Again, you just keep holding him until after 13. Everyone's going to run out of trades by then anyway. So uh, And then Sean Bloor, so I saw someone trading, was trying to trade in Madden. I was like, that's a very silly decision. Uh, off the bench especially, but yeah, there's that there. Bloor with 13 in 24 minutes is kind of what we I was expecting, somewhere around the 30-minute mark maybe. 
and with his you know low PPM of that point six five or what he's been doing in the in the New South Wales Cup, it you know it wasn't going to be too exciting his score. So thirteen in this twenty four minutes, yeah, doubt he's going to be making much cash anytime soon unless his role increases and he ends up getting a starting spot or something like that. But yeah, he didn't show anything last night to to see that he's a out and out superstar at this stage, and I think it's just good to get him back in the team and and work it out from there. So that's that that's that first game it was a obviously nice to see the Tigers win, but. God, without Ponga, these guys really, really struggle. Uh, they could be a they could be a bottom sort of five or six side. To worry, that's for sure. Obviously, yeah, with Pierce being out for so long, it's like, well, when does he come back? When does he? Yeah, when does he? When do they get help? Uh, Eagles and Broncos. Wow. Okay, fifty to six. Nice game if you're a DCE and Trevojevic and Schuster fan. <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, I still don't have him in my team, Tommy. I I knew that. This game, he was going to obviously do pretty well. Thankfully, two tries and two tries. This only equated to 59 points because anywhere up in that 70-plus range for me, being a, you know, close to top 1,000 and not owning him really is a big killer. So the 59 against the Broncos, I'll, I'll cop. But, yeah, he's just incredible still and gets an early an early shower, which is good for me but and uh, good for his hamstrings for sure. So uh, what on to Tommy Daly was 68 there. So an average of 60 for the year. Still only just below what he was averaging last year and is still a complete gun. So um, keep holding him if you do have him. But just does a bit of everything, which is great. Just still a 57 with a try and a try assist. Six tackle breaks. So didn't have to tackle too much, obviously, with them winning. Um, but it's good to see him get 126 metres and a few kicks. Did get a, did get Sinbin, though. <laughs> so he could have had a, a much bigger score than what he had. So... Okay, what is it? Eight sin bins last night. Four in this game, four in the other. So crazy. Uh, Lockie Croker goes as well. It was 55. So he had a really good game, but also got the sin bin. So could have got a lot more um, right at the end of the game, obviously, for both these guys. Um, thankfully, it wasn't during the middle and we lose 10 minutes from him. Um, yeah, I just I can't believe how good Croker's been going. Averaging 42 now. Crazy. Um, yeah, Marty with 54. Saab with 53. The Ferrari out there doing it. Um, another couple of tries, a couple of line breaks, try assists, so awesome work for for Jason. Still averaging 27 for the year with how good he's gone over the last month, so um, he'll be very, very happy man that Tommy Trebojevic is uh, back in the squad, that's for sure. Uh, Jakey Trebojevic uh, earns himself a meat pie, so well done to him with 52. Didn't have to do too much tackling, so it's good to see he could still get 52 in, in that kind of uh, that type of game where he didn't have to do too much work other than run the ball. Uh, Garrick with 51. If you're still holding him, that nine goals would have been very nice. Herbie Farnworth with 50. And is he a keeper? I think you can probably say he is. Even if, if you can get 50 in a, a well-beaten side and have four, four missed tackles, I think you are definitely in keeper level status. So for him, he's an interesting option coming into round 13 with the center and the wing fullback dual position. Um, if you really like him as a player, then, then I think he's worth bringing in for sure. Uh, not just off the back of that, but he's had obviously a, a lot of good games. Um, a little bit more up and down, I'd say, is, is his type of scoring. But yeah, is what it is with the with the centers. They're gonna they're gonna score a twenty and they're gonna score a sixty. You know that that's that's where it's at for that forty average. All right, Kepi had a few people bring Kepi in. Did get sixty two minutes and a try. So what well unto him? Obviously, that try would would help him in general. And you're not gonna expect that every week. So you'd be, I'd personally be expecting scores around the 30 mark there's a reason why he's down 24k so think about that if you're looking at him as a cash cow Matt Lodge was sort of, sort of the only forward that went pretty well in his, in his time on the park in 50 minutes so 45 points he was over 50 before our update so um, that's that and he's, he's doing pretty well You've got Payne Haas there with 41 so good if you don't own him not so good if you do 
we'd like that price to come down a little bit further. And obviously, just in this type of game, he's going to get smashed um, and not have to, and yeah. He had no dominance, basically, in his running game. 118 metres, no, attack, no attacking stats. So we can cop a 41 when you get absolutely hammered like that. But if it's against the, the Manly boys and then you, you play some other good teams over the next bunch of weeks, then you, you're worried that that's going to happen regularly. I, I don't think it will, but that's that there. Uh, Sarko with the only try for the Broncos, and it was pretty lucky. Kind of just like the boys were on him, and they, he just kind of slipped out of the tackle, and, and off he went and, and ducked over and scored. So, yeah, you take his 37. Flegler with 35, okay? So this is... Is it is it worrying signs that he only got thirty five? I don't think so. Again, no no really attacking stats. Didn't get to run the ball too much and, and get the uh, the tackle breaks. He got a couple of offloads in that sixty meters. So really, the main worry is he got sixty meters. Like you'd be hoping for at least a hundred. Yeah, you know, if you're playing fifty minutes for a for a middle in the lock position, but thirty five. He doesn't really make much money in that in that thirty five. But again, if if there was really no forwards in this game, especially on the on the Broncos side that did well, so I wouldn't be stressing too much about Fleg. If you brought him in, hoping for a closer game next week. Pangai, 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 Pangai. So the uh, the people squad ended up bringing in Pangai and, uh, and Tyson Gamble. So, fun times. <laughs> Pangai with 31. Wow. Not what you want. Lucy did better than him. That's good. <laughs> 37, 31. Um, again, this is just one of those games. Try not to worry about six missed tackles, two errors, a penalty. So that's what, 18 points into merits that he... Yeah, could turn at least half of them into some attacking stats in in another week when they're when they're not getting hammered. So try not to worry about it. But this is kind of what happens with with those fringe gun keepers. They they find it hard. They it's hard for them to find a way to make it happen when the chips are down. You know what I mean? Like where whereas someone like Cleary, obviously they're winning majority of their games, but you know, Smithy, Cameron Smith, these types of guys in better teams, they're they're more likely to be a closer game or winning. But even if they aren't winning, they they can usually score pretty well. DCE was better at this last than in the last few years than he is this year but you know those types of guys will will be able to do that for you and and play pretty well and still score pretty well in a, in a beaten team you can see all the broncos guys that you know played big minutes and just scored terribly like you know milf milf's in there um ricky's in there with big minutes etc so Coates is down there with 18 yeah if you're still holding ricky you definitely god it's a pain in the ass you're trying to hold him until 13 Turpin with 33 minutes this week. So how do you even work out? He played, what, 80 last week and then 33 this week. So who knows? And I suppose the main one we're going to talk about is is Tice there at, with four in his 70 minutes. Got a try-saver. <laughs> Got a try-saver. 20 tackles. So he's on 25 at this point. And he ends up on four. Holy shit. <laughs> Seven missed tackles, three penalties, and a sin bin. So eleven twenty five, so negative twenty five. We take all of, take all those points all the way, and then he's got twenty run meters and forty four kick meters. So the forty four kick meters is a big worry as to why he wasn't kicking that much. Yeah, misses ten ten minutes with the sim bin. Just a a gamble gone wrong. Obviously, how how did he get two forties? Look completely solid and then just get a four. Oh, if he brought in Zach Sini last week and then gamble this week. I don't want to say it. All the Facebook guys will tell me. Delete the app. <laughs> Fire out. You're uh you're crying in your in your bed right now. You're probably still not up at this time. At the at the thought of Tyson and those uh that big that big mouth guard sticking out there. What? <laughs> um, there you go. I think we're gonna leave it on that guys. Hope you enjoy this. Hit like, subscribe if you're enjoying these guys. I'm way in a different different scenery today, uh, today and this weekend at my mate's wedding, so hopefully I can uh 
put out the, the video tomorrow at a, at a reasonable hour, but it might be a little bit later. Uh, hope you enjoyed this, guys. We'll catch you in the next one. See you later. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.